Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rodane Podcast. My name is Steven, and I'm joined by our anal expert, Daniel. Wait, the what? Our anal expert, Daniel. Oh, fair enough. As in, you're very anal about certain topics, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely put that on my CV. Yeah, like, you're, you're very anal about stuff like Uranus and... Uh... <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. Do, 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 do. Do. Welcome back to the apocalypse, apparently. Well, the apocalypse never stopped, so. Yeah, yeah the apocalypse has been happening since, like, the 50s, so. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, what's up, Daniel? What's been going on with your life, except for your obsession with your own anus? Uh, I watched Umbrella Academy season two, which I know you also watched. Or yes. don't know if you watched season two. You watched? No, I've watched all of it. I haven't okay. seen season one, so I watched season one and two. Okay. Um, I, I yeah, I thought it was it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I think it pretty much makes the case argument for if they're ever, if they're ever gonna make anything with the X Men ever again. Um, oh, they will. Well, I'm sure they will. But if they do, I think. The best route is just to make a TV show. Yeah. Because I, I think this proved that if you do it in that format, then, you know, you have more time to flesh out the many characters that are in the in the roster, you know. Uh, it has to be part of the MCU, Steven. It has to have Thor oh there God. somewhere. <laughs> you know, it kind of saddens me that the X-Men got bought up by Disney. I don't care about Fantastic Four. They can have them. But... The fact that X Men got bought up, I don't, I don't want X Men to be part of the the MCU. It just makes it too cluttered. The X Men does fine being their own thing. Yeah, they're well, usually their it, own thing. Yeah, even in the comics, they're usually their own thing. Yeah, it's it's strange, and I also hate that maybe they're gonna make it just look like another Marvel property. You know, the the way they kind of make all their properties look the same visually. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be fine. Like, my dream of how they should start the X-Men series again is yeah. uh, recreate the giant size X-Men, which was, like, the first big big boom of the X-Men comics, which is when uh, Professor Xavier recruits the famous roster of X-Men, which is uh, uh, Wolverine and Storm and um, the and Russian Gene guy. And and... Well, no, because Gene and Scott were part of First Class in the comics. They were already know. part of the X-Men. So the whole okay. thing with the with the giant size X-Men, it's actually a pretty cool story, is that initially, and this is actually in the continuity of the comics, so there was initially a first class, and mm -hmm. the, the the first class of mutants trained by Charles Xavier, and it's different slightly from how it is in the movie first class, as in uh, Scott, uh, Cyclops is part of it, and so is Jean, and I also think Beast, yeah. Uh, Beast is also in first class. Oh, all right. The, I don't movie. remember. I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now, the whole thing is that they go on a mission, this first class, on an island called Krakoa, which is actually a living island. Like It's, an, it, it's like a monster that is an island. And uh, they, they get trapped there, most of them. And uh, the island is sucking their energy or something, like a parasite. Uh -huh. Um. But uh, uh, Scott escapes and, and gets back. And so Professor Xavier 
decides, oh, I sent a bunch of kids because they're they're very young. Sent a bunch uh-huh. of kids to die on an island. Oh fuck! So that's when he decides to create a team mostly formed of adults. Like you have Wolverine, who's an adult. Storm's an adult. That mm-hmm. guy who's Russian who can turn into steel is an adult. I I can't remember his name. Colossus. Colossus. There you go. Thank you. That kind of creates a an interesting dynamic because Scott has to be the leader of this new team of people that are mostly more qualified than him or more uh. experienced than him. Like, and that's where you get the dynamic between like uh, Wolverine and Scott, where Wolverine just doesn't give a shit about anything because he, he's indestructible and he's a you know he's a veteran of war at this yeah. point. And so he just gets into Scott's face twenty four seven, and uh, you know Colossus also like they're they're uh, they're obviously extremely overpowered, so they don't uh. respond to strategy and guidance the way Scott is used to. Ah, uh. you could totally do that into like a, even an entire first first season of a show, just that. I mean, also if you want to do like newer run, you have things like like Joss Whedon's run, which is very TV. Uh, oh, Aston- Astonishing X-Men, I think it's called. Yeah, I remember yeah, some but, of that. Uh, it kind of goes a bit too crazy to do for like a start of a show because it like goes into space and shit. And... Sure, but I was just thinking, you know, Marvel doesn't usually do like direct adaptations. Like their adaptation of Civil War has very little to do with Civil War, like yeah, the actual true. comic. So, you know, have that as a framework maybe. Some of the characters, because there's a lot of the fan favorite characters in there. Uh, I just want to see a, a short, hairy guy play Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna play Wolverine? Huh? You just need to get get like a a a bulky, short, hairy guy, and have him be a total dick, because he's not that much of a dick in the movies. And no, uh, he, and he's an asshole in the comics. Oh, he's such an asshole, and it's perfect for the dynamic of the group because. Mm. Like technically, if you if you think about it, Wolverine can take on anything by himself. Like there's yeah. no real need for the team. Oftentimes in in uh, X Men stories, the other X Men acts act as a deterrent for Wolverine because he's oh. he's incapable of controlling himself. So like Wolverine slashes half of the army and then he like loses control over what he's doing and then Storm has to like knock him down or something. It's really funny. Because that's what the um, Umbrella Academy did. Is like yeah. the powers are there, uh. but they don't—they don't focus on them. They focus on the struggles of having powers, you know, like yeah. the or not having them in some cases. Like that's what uh, makes the show interesting. It's not seeing superpowers. That's whatever. It's been done to death. I don't—I mm. don't care to see another CG shot of claws getting out of a man's hand. You know, like <laughs> I just want—I want to see existential crisis Wolverine. Uh-huh. And uh, Storm dealing with racism and Cyclops dealing with the fact that he can't use his eyes. Like, Yeah. I have a feeling, though, that they're actually going to introduce some of the characters before they do an actual X-Men reboot. Like, I could totally oh, see Storm being like Black Panther before. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's going to suck. I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't mind having Storm in Black Panther. She's a good character. Is that new Mutants movie ever coming out? What the no, fuck is going they, on with that? They gave us the first two minutes, and I've seen people joke that they're just going to give us two minutes every year. <laughs> every year? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because, like, they're still under the idea that that movie is going to go to theaters, so they just keep pushing. Why? I don't know, because it's a perfect thing to just dump on Disney+. Plus. 
Di- do Disney own it? Yeah. Yeah, just dump it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's probably bad anyway. Like <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like a terrible idea. I mean, to be fair, X-Men has a pretty shitty track record when it comes to like good movies. Oh, you mean like their entire movie division being produced by a pedophile? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whom they brought back several times. Several times. Who? Like after X-Men 2, they I think he went away for Superman Returns, which yeah. good bargain on that, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then they they did one with Brett Brett Ratner, another fucking asshole. <laughs> and then they uh, were like, "We need we need to bring back the first asshole." No, no, they did first class first, which was Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, uh, who knows how to make a movie? Yeah, and first class is probably the best one. Yeah, first class is the best X Men movie. Yeah, yeah. and then at Days of Future Past, I kind of thought it was okay. Yeah, it's pretty okay. But if you notice. Like, Days of Future Past was co-written by Matthew Vaughn, and he was ah. not there for Apocalypse, and Apocalypse is shit. Yeah, it is pretty <laughs> shitty. And I haven't seen the the other one. <laughs> what What uh, is it called? Dark Side of the Phoenix? Oh, Dark Phoenix, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. It I just doesn't look like... Yeah, it doesn't look like something I want to see. <laughs> like, I remember I was in a store in Espier, like in a netto or something, and uh, I just remember seeing like uh, it uh, like advertised on Lion candy bars, you know, the Lion candy bars. Okay. That's you know a... what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like it was on the side of it, like a picture of it and it said Dark Phoenix, whatever. And it was like a contest or something right on with the mm. candy bar. And I remember like, oh my God, I thought this came out a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like the X-Men movies are so fucking hit and miss. They're the Star Wars of our time. Well, they're mostly missed if you think about it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the X-Men Origins one. Uh... <laughs> I like the cut that has the unfinished CGI. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. And also, it, it did pretty, they did a pretty good job like putting it into Deadpool as a joke. So, okay, fair enough. Uh, I like I like the Wolverine and I like Logan. Yeah, that's probably it. It kind of it kind of came out that oh only Wolverine is bankable, which is not true. And then all the X Men movies were just about Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, the X Men. I f- I feel like you could totally do a TV show or a movie or whatever where Wolverine is just a side character, but a really cool one. Yeah, or just not do Wolverine for, like, the beginning, you know? Yeah. I mean, do it eventually, because he's fucking Yeah, yeah, cool. like, eventually <laughs> you will have to bring him in, because, you know, he's Wolverine. But... And do the costume. Oh, my God. I want to see the costume so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I occasionally, and this is a weird thing to, to admit, but occasionally I Google cosplay pictures of, of people in Wolverine suits, uh, in yeah. the in, in the comic book costume, mm. just so I can confirm to myself that this is doable, because <laughs> it kind of feels like it's not, but I think you could pull it off. Yeah, like there were there are great costume designers out there in Hollywood. They could probably pull it off. Maybe not do it one to one like the comic book, like the yellow 
black one with the blue gloves because it's too yeah. sp- stupid. <laughs> like I it mean, makes no tr- sense. They tried at the end of I think it was the end of Apocalypse where no you... the end of of Wolverine didn't didn't he have a suitcase with the suit in it? Oh yeah, that was that was like a deleted scene or something. Yeah. But in uh, in Apocalypse, they do a shot at the end of the team, and it it's the team mostly in like their original uniform. So you have like Scott in that like blue thing with like the belt. Oh yeah, right. That's and it looks like ass. <laughs> yeah. How do we end up talking about X Men movies? What the fuck? Because we started talking about the Umbrella Academy, and then it was like, oh, it's basically X Men. Oh yeah, check out the Umbrella Academy. It's basically X Men, but better. So. Yeah, like. Season two is better than season one, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. It has good characters. It's pretty well made. Yeah, it's funny. It, it's it uh, has energy. Yeah. And it's I I love uh, I love uh, I think my favorite character is Luther. Number one. <laughs> number one, just because he's so unwieldy and big, and the actor is in a monkey suit, <laughs> and he just and looks. He- He's an idiot. Yeah, like he's a character. He's supposed to be the leader of the team, and he is yeah. downright stupid. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty fond of number five because he just reminds me of Damian Wayne, and I'm just like, oh, he's so. I can see he's that. So evil. Yeah. He's such a prick. I love it. <laughs> Although Pogo, Pogo's pretty good. Pogo's awesome. R.I.P. <laughs> Rip Pogo. Rip Pogo. Uh, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, Ellen Page is who was in the X Men. <laughs> is in it. I love the, I love the fact that they cast her as the one that doesn't have any powers since she was in the X Men, which is hilarious. I looked up uh, I looked her up on IMDb and I think Wikipedia just because I was like, oh shit, Ellen Page. Okay, like I just wanted to see what she's been doing or whatever. Because uh, yeah. like I remember she was a pretty big deal when X Men came out. Yeah. Uh, and I I read the most stupidest, disturbing story about something that happened on X Men Three, The Last Stand, the one directed by Brett Ratner. Oh, I think I I think I know this story, but go on. He so Ellen Page is now a open. She's in an open lesbian relationship, right? Yes. So yes. Uh, she's le- she's at least openly. I I don't know if she's like gay or bisexual, but she's at least open about that. Yeah. But at the in two thousand six when or two thousand five two thousand six when they were shooting Last Stand, she was I think eighteen nineteen something like that. Eh, probably she wasn't out yet, right? Uh, as a publicly as a I don't know a lesbian or a whatever. Um, yeah. And but I guess some people knew or whatever, like behind the scenes, and ju- and Brett Ratner just to be an asshole outed her in front of the whole crew, actors and everything, just to like uh, embarrass her for no reason. What the what fuck? What is it with the X Men? What is it with the X Men movies and just getting the worst people to make it? Maybe not Matthew Vaughn. I don't. I don't know if Matthew <laughs> Vaughn has done anything terrible, but at least like Brett Ratner and the guy I don't want to name the name of. <laughs> I I understand. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Is, what is it with these movies? Like, I, I, it's, it's a curse. <laughs> yeah, the curse I, of the X Men. The curse of the X Men. Hopefully, it's not going to extend to the actors as well. Going to find out that Patrick Stewart did something or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> or or uh, Hugh Jackman <laughs> or Haley Berry. <laughs> 
they should do a thing where they they do a, a movie to retcon the events of all the X-Men movies. <laughs> That's going to be Deadpool 3 if they ever decide to make it. Yeah, they should continue making those. Who cares? Like, his continuity is sort of fluid anyway, so... Yeah. Like, Kevin, Kevin Feige, who is, uh, for those who don't know, is, like, the main producer of all the Marvel movies. He basically runs the, the Marvel movies. The ship. Uh, yeah. He has stated that they will do a another Deadpool movie, although he has not specified when. <laughs> so, probably uh, when, probably not before they actually open up the studios to being able to film again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Or they're gonna do like an Our House Deadpool movie shot in one apartment. <laughs> it's just gonna be Ryan Reynolds just hands in like five hours of like phone recordings of of him in the suit because of course he owns the suit and they're just like we're just gonna release this as Deadpool three. <laughs> the there's gonna be a behind the scenes photo of uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, in a Deadpool suit on a bed and uh, on the uh, other side of the bed is Kevin Feige with a small camcorder or something. <laughs> kind of looks like a bizarre porno. <laughs> Actually, a thing I want now that Deadpool is in the MCU, I want him to show up in an actual Marvel movie and then to swear, but then get beeped and then him actually noticing that he gets beeped. That's that's just a joke I've had in my head for a while. Hmm. It's like that that would be hilarious. They'll never do it because Yeah, like um, all the other characters hear a beep and also the audience. No, no, all the other characters just don't notice it. He's they think he's crazy because of course and yeah. he's just like, wait, I can't swear in this shit? And he's like... <laughs> he like yeah. attacks the cameraman, and it's like, what the hell? So, so in Denmark uh, right now, there is a new surge in cases, which makes sense given that it's technically summer holiday, and people are like moving around the country, and they're also moving outside of the country, and coming back. And you know, they're... It's just a natural that more cases are coming through, but there's a lot of more cases coming through. Like, uh, the day we're recording this, it's like, uh, today has like a hundred and I think it's like a hundred and sixty since yesterday. So it's in a day, a hundred and a hundred and something new cases. And that's quite a, quite a lot. So considering the size of the country. Yeah, and considering what we used to have, like usually we would have like, even though we do test a lot for a small country, we would have like 20 new cases maybe, and then now it's suddenly shocked up to like over 100 a day, basically. This has led the politicians to sort of halt the uh, the furthering of the country's reopening. It was supposed to open up so that, uh, what it was, it, 200 people could gather? Uh, they've not done that. They've also rolled back the um, the fact that you now need to again have a, a seat ticket on the train. You need to have a specific ticket on the train uh, so that they can control how many people are on the train. That was removed for a short period of time, uh, and now it's coming back. And they've also stated that you should probably be wearing a mask when you take public transport. Again, it's not a law, it's more of a, you know, recommendation. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, so, and what's your grievance with that? 
Well, my grievance is that is is twofold. One, not a lot of people are doing it. Not a lot you know? of people are doing what? Wearing masks. Okay. When when they take public transport, like I took the train uh, last week, I think, and I saw maybe like I was wearing a mask, a very crude one, but I was I was wearing one, uh, and I, I saw maybe let's say 20% of the people on the train were actually wearing masks. Rest wasn't. So my big problem is just around the the sort of politi- the sort of political response of it is that you know masks are not as good as just regular social distancing and you know they're they're just basically pussyfooting around the idea of we we need to say to people to wear masks you know do you think Just part of it might be because they don't have a supply of masks ready for distribution? Well, there ha- there has been a problem with supply. Like I was I was walking all around town to trying to find, you know, one of those single-use masks uh for my trip, but I couldn't. So I had to make my own. I had to make a pretty crude one, but I made one and I've today actually been out and bought supplies so that I can make a better one. So I can just sew my own one. There is a there is a supply issue as well, but there is also just the idea of, you know, not wanting to cement the the recommendation of wearing masks, you know, and sort of leaving it up to people themselves to be responsible and wearing it, which <laughs> shocker they aren't. Uh, it it just annoys me. Really, because you can clearly see on the numbers that are coming in every day that we are going back up. And if we don't do anything, you know, if we're just as complacent as we always, as we've we've sort of grown to be, then, you know, we're just going to close down again. Like, nobody wants that. You would hear people talk about like, oh, is it required to wear a mask here? Mm. which is a fine question to, okay like it's in within your right to ask that yeah. and if it's not required then it's within your right to not wear it but mm. i feel like people are just missing the point it's it, it feels like a i <laughs> it feels like a reverse dystopia where in a <laughs> traditional dystopia fiction you have the government like a uh you know controlling the public and you know, very totalitarian type of thing, you know, Big Brother and all that. Uh, Whereas this feels like the government is not doing anything that bad right now, but... Right now, at least. In general, I'm just saying. uh, Or regarding the pandemic, let's say. Uh, Whereas (laughs) the citizens are not being controlled at all, and they are not really doing a good job of not being controlled. <laughs> like it almost feels like they're giving themselves arguments for being controlled. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. guys, we are like, let's say the government was a person, and they say like, okay, guys, I'm trusting you 100% because you guys are cool and you'll do the right thing. Mm. Cut to like two hours later, nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Like, yeah. it, it, do you want this to be enforced? I don't understand. Like. The whole point of not enforcing it is not that you shouldn't wear masks. And I'm not saying that people should wear masks 
everywhere they go outside, even though I do, because I'm crazy. But uh, I don't get it. It's it's not like the government would enforce you to wear masks because they want to control you. Or this isn't. This has nothing to do with control. It's all. It's for your own safety. It's and it's well, it's personal and public safety. Yeah. But yeah. if you are selfish, because I can't imagine people that don't wear masks are not extremely selfish. So if yeah. you are a selfish person, you at least would understand the fact that this is at least for my own safety. <laughs> you know, like if you don't give a yeah. shit about anybody else. Like, it's, it's just baffling to me. Like when people ask questions like, well, is it, is it illegal to, to not wear a mask? It's like... Why does that matter anymore? Like, I think we got past the point where that even matters. Yeah. You know, like, are you at that point where it's like, well, if I'm not getting arrested, then I'm not wearing a mask. Like, what kind of, what kind of fucking argument is that? What upsets me the most is the logic that people use. Uh. And of course, then we have the people that wear the masks completely wrong. And that's, that's, that's probably the most infuriating. Yeah. And it's infuriating in a different way. It's like either they don't cover their nose in the, in which case you might as well not wear it at all. And, um, uh -huh. or they, or another thing, like I noticed this, like at cashier stands and whatnot, they, uh -huh. they take the mask off to talk. If they want to like, uh -huh. if they want to like a pack of cigarettes or something, they take off the mask. You can hear people through the fucking mask, you fucking morons. It's not a concrete wall. Jesus Christ. Because the problem with the disease as it is, is yeah. that it affects people um, in different ways. You know, uh, you might get infected and have a mild cold and a headache. Sure. Or, you know, you might get infected and die. It's harder for everyday people to gauge how serious they should actually take this. You could be a person and nobody in your family or circle of friends or whatever could actually be affected by this. It's a possibility. And I can see how you can go from that to like, oh, this is bullshit. I think that would at this point be denying reality to an extent. I think an actual concern is like financial. Yeah. As you said, there are a lot of people who've been laid off, you know. We know that coronavirus hits uh, yeah. sort of the, the poorest in society uh, harder than others, harder than it hits other communities. Uh, so yeah. asking those people to go out and, you know, also pay for masks and other PPE equipment, you know, hand sanitizer, personal protective equipment. Uh, probably a lot to ask if you've been laid off and you're poor and you have family to feed things like that so i i think that we should empathize with people that choose to not take this serious but not in a way where we agree with them it's just it's obviously an awkward situation for everybody involved but you know i don't think really shaming people that don't wear masks is gonna achieve anything I guess if people don't want to wear masks, you can always ask them nicely. Sure, but there is also the idea that, you know, places might require you to wear a mask. Like, 
there is, for instance, in the U.S., you're required to wear a mask in a lot of different places, like when you go out and shopping and things like that. And, you know, they will, like, I've, I've seen so many fucking videos of, like, people walking around a Walmart or something without a mask, and then somebody comes over and says, you need to wear one, and then having, like, a mental breakdown, like they're a five-year-old. Last time I checked, I was born in a free country. <laughs> Like, I don't want the government to go in and dictate that you should wear a mask or you're going to get fined or something. Oh, and there are also going to be, like, people who are going to demonstrate their right to not wear a mask because this is a free country, man. It's not. <laughs> All right, you fucking morons. And, I, and I'm not just talking about the U.S. here. I'm also talking about yeah. my own country. But no country is free. What, what are people even talking about? I don't even understand. Like, countries are not free. <laughs> you don't... Do whatever the fuck you want. That's the that's what a society is. I don't go shit in the front of a store, right? Because because it, it's not a free country. I can't do that. I'll get arrested and probably also spat on. But <laughs> I I don't the argument of a free we have privileges. That's all we have. We have the privilege to do this huh. and that. These are not freedoms. The way society, our societies are built today, they wouldn't function if people were really free to do whatever they want, would they? Because I could just be free to go into your house, steal all your shit, and kill you. Technically, well, I'm technically free to do that, just as I'm free to shit in front of a store. But I can't because, or I won't do it because I know that there's a good chance I'll get arrested and get, go to prison for the rest of my life. What the fuck are people even talking about with this free country shit? Uh, Most of these countries in Europe were fucking monarchies until like a hundred years ago. What the fuck are people even talking about? Some of them are technically still monarchy. Well, there you go. People can't let go of their nostalgic dictators. <laughs> oh my god, I saw a thing like... I, I hate monarchies in general. I just hate them. Hate them. Um, with a passion. I, and a friend of mine knows this, and he sent me a clip that it angered me to no end, but he did it intentionally to anger me, which was, uh, what's his name? The fucking prince who's married to an actress from Suits. Um, oh, yeah. I know, I know who you're talking that about. That guy, the royal guy from the UK. He went yeah. to a, with his wife, who's an actress. Uh, he went to, I think, the premiere of Lion King or something. And uh, right. back when they were still doing premieres uh, and all the fucking paparazzi was like, oh, my God, the royal couple. And uh, they met with the Jay. What's his name? Jay-Z. Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce who are like the huh. I don't know, like they called them the ro royalty of pop or royalty of music or something like that. Right. And like, oh, my God, these two couples met and they and everybody like all the paparazzi went crazy. And I'm like, none of these people are doing anything. <laughs> why are they? F like, I can see to an extent why Jay-Z and Beyonce have so much attention on them. Because at least they worked for those fucking albums that they do. And huh? Beyonce's movie, mo Beyonce's uh, music is actually pretty cool. Uh, but, <laughs> but what the fuck does this royal, like, they do nothing, the royal couple. They, they, they're just born famous. I hate it so. Welcome to so monarchies. Much. Welcome to monarchies, Steven. 
Why do people still care about this? It means nothing. I don't know. National heritage, I guess. They're not the national heritage. <laughs> Isn't the national heritage in the museum? These people are not. We're not. I mean, you could you could put some of the monarch the people from the monarchy in a museum. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you put their crown jewels and you put their jewels in there. If you ever want proof that you are not born in a free country, check if you still have a monarchy living in your country, and then you can say bye-bye to your freedom. Because <laughs> somehow, we, we're living in a free country, but we still look up to these fucking useless people as gods. Oh my god, it's the royal couple. Oh my god, it's the queen. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> they do nothing. I hate them so much, all of them. <laughs> anyway. I blacked out for a while. What happened? <laughs> uh, I don't want to mention it because then you're probably going to black out again. But we talked about masks and it yeah, was lovely. Yeah, masks. That was the main point of the <laughs> discussion. So, uh, by the way, like all of the uh, advertising signs in my city are just full of ads to wear your fucking mask. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hilarious. Which, wear your fucking mask, people. Yeah. I, I went to like a relatively big store, like a Bilka size store for reference. Yeah. Uh, it's called Auchan. And I almost had a fucking panic attack. Because <laughs> there's so many people in there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do. Like, my dad took me, like, I need new shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't want to go there. It <laughs> reminds me, there was a, there was a, time right when the pandemic had like was starting and i was on the train and i was like i was like the only guy in my carriage or something there was, there was like no people on the train and All right. we stop at a station and this guy comes in goes into my carriage and sits at the far back of, of the train so we were basically on either side of the carriage on either like part and he just starts sneezing and coughing and like like holy <laughs> shit! I was just sitting there, like, dude, no. <laughs> oh, so somebody the other day told me, you know what? I think they're exaggerating with this coronavirus stuff. I don't think it's as real as they say it is. <laughs> I don't think they're exaggerating. Oh my god! What do you mean? What What do you fucking mean? Do you mean they're not dead people or something? I mean, they're dead people, Stephen, but there's not that many dead people. Like uh, they show on the on the TV footage from the ICUs every other fucking day, and it looks like the fucking Holocaust in there. Mm. What do you mean it's not as? Again, like what I said before, if you could just be in a family or in your circle of friends, and literally nobody's affected, uh. it just a probability, like a mathematical probability. Yeah. And then you could just think, like, what the fuck? It's kind of uh, like The Leftovers. Ah, The Leftovers. Go watch The Leftovers. It's great. It's great. It's actually very, rel like, very relevant to this yeah. whole situation, I think. Yeah. Where, like, it's the dis disproportionality of it is what is so aggravating. Uh, this is the end of part one. We shall see each other again in part two.